So, the HBO Max description for The Matrix is as follows. Uh, a computer hacker joins forces with rebel warriors to battle a malevolent cyber intelligence. Which kind of both sums it all up and doesn't at the same time. Capture it at all, all at the same time. It almost sounds like it's got like a medieval type <laughs> thing going with it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a bit ridiculous. Uh, just, I don't know, just like, it, yeah, well, just like, it's like, it's like completely disconnected from the movie, was that description. <laughs> it was like, uh, sounds like a computer wrote it. Somebody, yeah. had, bro, like, I it was the Matrix. It was the Matrix. The Matrix it was the Matrix. Yeah. Like, how, many, in the Matrix. How, how, many, how many people do you think that movie really, like, really fucked up when it came out? Like, I feel like everybody was probably like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, this movie came out in 99, and yeah. you had the Y2K, Y2K scare. scare at the end of that year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the computers are designed to go uh, past yeah. 1999. Who the fuck even thought of that? I don't know. Like, they're like, yeah. it's going to reset to 1900, and everything's just going to start shooting off everywhere. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I ask this. Um... When was the first time that you guys watched this movie? And whoever wants to answer first. Uh, fully or just parts? Yeah, yeah. First time you watched this whole movie. Fully? Uh, that would be December 11th, 2021. <laughs> okay, so you had I've watched... seen I've seen <laughs> bits and pieces, but it's... It's one of those movies where, like, it's been on... Like, it'd be on, like, TV or whatever, and, like, I'd catch glimpses of it, but it's, like... It didn't, like whatever scene it may have been in just didn't catch my attention long enough for me to like not change the channel to something different like oh this caught my attention I'm gonna sit and watch it yeah like this the the movie has a lot of slow scenes and if you catch it on one of the slow scenes you're kind of like ah okay I'm gonna change it to something different it always seemed like I caught it on, on like a slow scene going back and watching the full movie now right I got you Charles when was the first time you watched this one with uh it would probably been 2001 2000 2001 yeah, that was probably the time for me. I mean, obviously, being six, I don't, you know, remember fully that day. Yeah, I'd have been, yeah. like, I'd have been like seven or eight, probably the first time I watched it all the way through. And gotcha. that was the first time I watched it, and I watched. I remember watching it all the way through with my mom, because she had all of them. Right, right. So, yeah. So I remember seeing this first one and being like, <clears throat> just into like all the fight scenes, yeah. Like, that, as to, as we should have been, yeah. We were just kids. as children, yeah. Uh, Reloaded is what I'll be really excited to uh, do the podcast on because all the fighting scenes in that movie, that those were the best fight scenes of the Matrix series. I think that, Reloaded. That I definitely think I agree with that because the first one I feel like it's like it's building the story. Uh, like and like the characters and stuff and then I feel like the second one and the third one are really where it's like really where it's at right. when it comes to the Matrix like series yeah um yeah if it, and like Neo doesn't really know how to be like Neo yet yeah in this first yeah. one like cause in the second one that's like prime Neo yeah he's like he's definitely got more of a feel for his like style I guess his like his style or his flow in that yeah. because in this one he's kind of like experimenting with it trying to like build the confidence like he's not really sure but then he's like oh wait I got this and then he's like okay maybe I don't got this yeah. and like yeah so but that's that's why I understand where the code is like yeah it's got the slow parts and he's like it just doesn't keep my attention because it's like yeah it's it's building that like suspense I guess yeah um so I guess go right to the opening uh 
She's like sitting in a room in a chair looking at the fucking wall. Blank this ass wall. <laughs> didn't, didn't make any sense, really. You never uh, just... Other than I guess maybe she was hiding. Maybe. I don't know. But... Yes. Probably hiding. Well, what I got from it is... like the, It was like the black screen and she had like the phone call. She was like, is this line secure? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, seems yeah. they always hide out in like abandoned buildings and stuff doing that. Right. So like for her to be... Like crackheads. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that she was in like an abandoned building it's just sitting in a chair staring at the wall right I'm just saying I'd call the police too if I walked in her room and this lady was just staring and she was dressed in all black staring at the wall and wearing sunglasses inside of a dark abandoned building shit yeah. I want to call the police on anyone that's inside of a building wearing fucking sunglasses I would that's fair um uh, it's a great opening to the movie though cause I mean because you basically jump right in. Yes. Everybody's getting their ass kicked, and then mm. now all of a sudden, you know, it kind of builds up this mystique with the agents. Because you're like, why the fuck she want to get away from that guy so bad? She just kicked all those other guys' asses. Right. And you're also like, why uh, if are you're they chasing her so time, right? seriously? Yeah, what fucks up with this girl? You don't know what the fuck the Matrix is. Yeah. Yet, right? Yeah. So, uh, okay, so then every time I see the uh, Neo getting guided out of his cubicle by... Morpheus, uh, yeah. I always think of Chappelle show. I you remember that skit? No. Yeah, I always. That, I was actually going to mention that, that I always think about that little spoof that the Chappelle show did on the that office scene on the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> did, it, did the fucking counter reap so well? Just like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets all the way over there. He's like Morpheus. Like, He's like, no, nah, I need to borrow your stapler. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so some things happen. Um, maybe we should pull up a summary, I guess. Alright, should we go through the summary? We, I feel like we haven't been really doing summaries in the past couple here. A little, a little something interesting, though, that, uh, and I don't, I don't know how to say the last name of the, the of the people who wrote this. The uh, Wachowski. Yeah. Wachowski. Wachowski. So, you know, it's, you know, it says it's, you know, produced by the Wachowski oh, brothers, big. right? Wachowski, yeah. Yeah. Did you know that they, the, the, and not completely off topic, uh-huh. but both of them had a sex change. They're the sisters now. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I saw that. They both, they, they both had sex changes and they're both the sisters now. So instead of yeah, being right. Larry and Andy, it's Lena and Lily. Interesting. Okay, one of those was really not, like, a huge change in the name, but the other <laughs> one was, like, an absolute opposite, which is fine. I mean, you, like, like I, maybe you could have went from, like, Andy to Andrea. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Could have went, but no, you went to Lily. I feel like that one was, like, it, he, she took, like, a way big, like, Because she's like, somebody's effort. still going to call me Andy, and that's going to piss me off. Yeah. I'm yeah. not Andy anymore. Yeah. But this, I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, quick uh, trivia. Do you know uh, which character was in the movie Bad Boys? What? Which character in this movie was in the movie Bad Boys? That is a negative for me, Ghost Rider. I want to say it was... Um, the hell's that dude's name? The one that was like real strange. That was like that betrayed was everybody. Yeah. That betrayed everyone? Yeah. yeah, you got it. Cypher. Yeah, Cypher. The dude who played Cypher. He was Because I remember his, his voice is very... Yeah, he's Cap. 
in, uh, yeah. in Bad Boys. Yep, yeah. I fucking knew it. <laughs> His name is uh, Joe Patoliano, I believe. Yes, Word. something like that. Sounds Italian. Um, Goddamn, my writing is bad. Uh, yeah, Pantoliano. He is uh, obviously in the Bad Boys movies and uh, all three of them. Yeah, and uh, Sopranos for a little while there. He's still in the Sopranos where I'm at currently. I don't know how long he lasts, but uh, yeah, it's a fun fact. Um, uh, so I'll read the plot. Uh, like I said, an abandoned hotel in a major city, police squad corners Trinity, who overpowers them with superhuman abilities. She flees pursued by police and a group of suited agents capable of similar superhuman feats. She answers a ringing public telephone and vanishes. Again, just a great opening. If you have no idea what the fuck you're watching, and you're just like, like, it's just intriguing, and there's action, and you're like, okay, I'm in. Uh, computer programmer Thomas Anderson, known by his hacking alias Neo is puzzled by repeated online encounters with the phrase The Matrix. Trinity contacts him and tells him a man named Morpheus is the answers he seeks. A team of agents and police led by Agent Smith arrives at Neo workplace in search of him. Neo's workplace in search of him. Though Morpheus attempts to guide Neo to safety, Neo surrenders rather than risk a dangerous escape. The agents attempt to coerce Neo into helping them locate Morpheus, who they claim is a terrorist. When Neo refuses, the agents fuse his mouth shut and plant a robotic bug in his stomach. Neo wakes up from what he believes to be a nightmare. Soon after, Neo is taken by Trinity to meet Morpheus, and she removes the bug from Neo, proving that the nightmare he experienced was real. Um, just my note on the on the meeting them at the bridge, or whatever. Like Morpheus tells him the lines tapped, so we gotta be quick. Uh, meet him at the bridge. And it's like, it was, well, if the lines tapped, why give out that information? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, why didn't they? Why didn't the agents come after them? I don't know. Um, lines tap, so I'm going to tell you what our plan is. Real quick. Right. By the way, how do you come across a uh, belly button bug retrieval machine inside like the Matrix? I, inside yeah, it basement. must have been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a little... Uh, anyway. Alright, so Morpheus offers Neo a choice between two pills. Red to reveal the truth about the Matrix and Blue to forget everything and return to his former life. You know, wh why would not the sane person just fucking choose the blue pill and just go back to, hey, I'm, I don't know, I'll pretend like this never fucking happened. Well, why I said he, same... was, he was driven, like, his whole life he felt like something was off. Are you, ta are you talking about Neo? Why wouldn't just, he just... Just a, just a person was... in general. Like, why would the blue pill not be the better option no matter what? I'm just saying, like, we may be in a simulation right now, but do I want to know? Fuck no. Well, see, that's what that's what it was about, though. Like, he was like, he always knew something was not right. Yeah, well, we all wanted know to, he not wanted right, to but know, like, but he wanted to know enough to where he was like, see, wanting to know is what gets you killed. Curiosity killed the cat. I mean, deja vu. Yep. It's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Um. <laughs> funny after how, like how that term never was said until this fucking movie came out and that's like oh it's a glitch in the matrix yeah <laughs> yeah this movie was huge man it was you know took over pop culture i mean the fact that it still lives now is uh yeah 
Yeah, so Blue to forget everything returned to his former life. As Neo takes the red pill, his reality begins to distort. And he soon's awake, soon awakens in a liquid-filled pod among countless others containing other humans. He is then brought aboard Morpheus's flying ship, the Nebuchadnezzar. That scene where he wakes up and he's covered in the fucking whatever oh, the yeah. fuck that is. Oh, man. Can you just imagine, like, they're telling him, like, all right, this is a scene. You're going <laughs> to be waking up. You'll be covered in a bunch of baby oil. Thick baby oil. Yeah. It was gallons of baby oil. Goop. Gross. Baby it was oil. Like, it was like all in his like mouth and stuff. Like, baby oil and Vaseline. He was all clumped up on him. Uh, I was like, oh no. Uh, and like, he had to be naked when he did that shit. I was like, bro, that shit's going to get everywhere. You're going to be slippery as fuck forever. Days. <laughs> well, again, and I do wonder about the machine that retrieved him. That like came and got him unplugged. Because like, I don't know, that looked a hell of a lot like, you know. One of the bad machines, you know, and comes and like chokes him for a second, and then all of a sudden he's unplugged. Well, it screws the thing into his like the soft tissue in his brain. Mm -hmm. The little remember how he had the big ass cord thing coming off the back of his head? Yeah. So it wasn't inside of his head yet. So that's why it grabbed him because the machine like screwed it in, and then it released, and that's when all the little lines and stuff popped off. Huh. I guess I missed that part. And yeah, that's gotta, funny because I've rewound it and watched it, and I'm like, so what exactly happens here? Oh, yeah. I know the ship flies. I missed. Hey, well, pay more attention, man. Come on now. Well, I rewound it. I thought I was trying to pay attention. Um, as Neo recuperates from a lifetime of physical inactivity in the pod, Morpheus explains the situation. In the early 21st century, a war broke out between humanity and intelligent machines. After humans block the machine's access to solar energy... By the way, how does one scorch the sky? Mm. Nukes. I would like... Nukes? Yep. But then how does anybody ever walk That's why on they the live surface? underground. We're all cockroaches. Basically. Well, yeah. if you're underground... And then the underground city thing never made much sense to me. Because the surface was destroyed. No, not why. The nuke. Just like... You planned that far ahead... And there was all these cities underground all of a sudden. Uh, they probably, you know, and then, built it over time, but... Well, I know, but then... So if we're only 100 years later, you're saying in 100 years, we got tunnel systems, built cities, and then they explode, and then, you know, they got destroyed built cities. immediately. And then you dug in... The, the, the Roman Empire. Had to do a lot in a very short amount of time. Roman Empire. Saying, how? Atlantis. <laughs> Plus, how does Neo and Trinity like survive once they move up there in the third movie? Well, we will get ahead of ourselves, but yeah, I was like, you're way, way. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of radiation. <laughs> no, 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 pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Hey, what about in the third movie? When like, whoa, 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 slow you grow, baby girl, come on. Yeah, hold on now. <laughs> we don't know what happened. Wait a minute. <laughs> hold up. I, was, I don't, I don't know. About no, anyways, nukes, it's, it's, it's probably. Has but even if you do thing. nukes, I don't know if there's just gonna be. You launch, you launch them into the atmosphere. Detonate them at a higher and a high enough altitude. I'm assuming it's got something to do with radiation and fucking up the uh, like ozone layer. We should get North Korea to test this theory. Wow. Wow. You have nothing to say about that. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> um, we literally talked about fucking nuking Mars to terraform it. When did we do that? We literally, it was something they were just talking about. Oh, like people, recently. Not us. Okay. I was like, I don't. We have no access to nukes. I just want to well, put it out there now. That, no. <laughs> well. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We have no access to any of that shit. 
Yes. No access. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. The machines <laughs> responded by capturing humans and harvesting their bioelectric power while keeping their minds pacified in the Matrix. A shared simulated reality modeled after the world as it was in 1999. The machines won the war, and the remaining free humans took refuge in the underground city of Zion. Morpheus and his crew are a group of rebels who hack into the Matrix to unplug enslaved humans and recruit them. Their understanding of the Matrix, Matrix's simulated nature allows them to bend its physical laws. Morpheus warns Neo that death within the Matrix kills the physical body too, and explains that the agents are sentient programs that eliminate threats to the system, while machines called Sentinels eliminate rebels in the real world. Neo's prowess during virtual training cements Morpheus's belief that Neo is the one a human prophesied to free humankind. Yeah, so the world just doesn't move past 1999. In the, in the, in the Matrix? Yeah. I mean, they're just modeling it after Prince. You know, party like it's 1999. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought you were actually going somewhere with yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, all right, here we go. He's saying something smart. Nope. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, well, think about it like this, though. Like, they manipulate that reality for people. So when you're born... It doesn't really matter because they in your they can just start everything over, wipe everybody's minds, and be like, "This is the date." Right. Well, that that and also in a simulation, you would think that also days would go on. So um, you know, maybe nineteen ninety nine forever, but it still could progress in time. Yeah. So like, it still be two thousand, two thousand one. You know. Yes, but and then like. Hopefully, in, in that oh. simulation, Harambe doesn't get killed in twenty sixteen. Jesus Christ! Here we go. Twin um, Towers still stand. <laughs> George W. Thanos doesn't snap his fingers. George. <laughs> wow. Dale Hart doesn't meet his fate with the wall. Uh, raise hell. Uh, kind of supporting your thought earlier. Um, Who's thought? Because. Um, Let's hear it. The Matrix really isn't like. When you think about it, like obviously it's like, yes, humans are technically enslaved. However, it's really not, like, a terrible deal, you know, because it's like, I mean, you're still living a life, the machines are just taking the energy produced by your body yes. to power themselves, and you're still getting to live a life. Just in your mind. Right. I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting thought to think about. I mean, yeah, If I mean, you're that's... into simulation theory, this movie's like, perfect. <gasps> you know. I mean, but... it's, it's fair, because they could have just fucking killed you. Absolutely. Right. But they need the. But that's why they have all the humans like trapped like that, and the Matrix because they use the like humans as a source of energy since we blocked out the sun. Now, could you just imagine if you saw one of the motherfucking things coming towards you? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking robotic octopus-looking fucking thing. Oh, I would break his robotic octopus ankles like I would. <laughs> I would have the craziest fucking. Spin moves, jigs, all that shit. Yeah, I was okay. I don't know ankles. if they have any ankles. Yeah. Also, for a disclaimer, we don't keep nukes or anything like that. At Jesus house. Christ, <laughs> leave it alone. Wink. The group enters the Matrix to visit the Oracle, the prophet who predicted that the One would emerge. She implies to Neo that he is not the One and warns that he will have to choose between Morpheus's life and his own. Before they can leave the Matrix, agents and police ambush the group, tipped off, tipped off by Cypher, a disgruntled crew member who has betrayed Morpheus in exchange for a comfortable life in the Matrix. In an attempt to buy time for the others, 
Morpheus fights Smith and is captured. Cypher exits the Matrix and murders the other crew members as they lie unconscious. Before he can kill Neo and Trinity, crew member Tank regains consciousness and kills Cypher before pulling Neo and Trinity from the Matrix. Uh, before I do my notes on that, does anybody have anything to say about that paragraph? I got a few notes on that paragraph. I thought it was a little fucked up that he uh, pulled the plug on them like that. It's very fucked up, yes. Like, I was like, he signed up to be a part of that crew and to fight the, like, you know, the robots basically to, like, free mankind from this all, like, simulation slavery thing. But now he's like, oh, I just want a comfortable life in the Matrix. I want to be somebody an important. Actor or something, yeah, somebody which is ironic. And it's just, <laughs> you know, for an actor it's, it's to fucking, say he wants to be an actor. It's silly, but. In a movie. Very meta. I was like, yo, come on <laughs> it, was, it was just fucked up that he was like, and like he, I'm like, nobody saw him like open his phone and toss it into the trash can like when they walked out to right. the car. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just apparently I'm just a way more apparent like observant to my surroundings. And he's just, he's mad sketchy. Like the vibe that I got from him just yeah, off the look rip at his face. was just yeah. just incredibly sketchy. And like somebody like him, oh. I would always watch. He looks like a bad guy. Absolutely. He absolutely looks like a bad guy. Yeah. Um if that guy was to approach me and say, Hey, you want some candy? I'd be like, fuck no. Like he offered him Neo some, took a drink from him though. Yeah, he offered him a that's, drink. That's he's the problem. Like, he's like, Oh yeah. Dozer made this. Buddy, I'm not about to drink nothing out of no fucking jug that you hand somebody, me saying that somebody else made. Somebody named Dozer and, made? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm alright. Yeah, I'm alright. It's probably like fucking... That's a good quote, <laughs> though. Nitroglycerin. It's good for two things. Cleaning engines and degreasing engines yeah. and killing brain cells. <laughs> I was like, bro, I might, you might as well just go fucking drink brake cleaner. Um... Uh, what, I, although, oh, I'm a little behind with this note. Um, what, so how are we growing humans? I mean, not we, but how are they growing humans? Simple. I mean, are they, like, extracting eggs from yep. females, and then are they, like, jerking the dudes off? The dude's having a wet dream. Like, a tentacle's a jerking the dude off, and then... <laughs> I wonder if, like, every time somebody, like, has sex in the Matrix, they do, they just, like... <laughs> yeah, they just have a robot there that just catches all of it. There's a like, robot just, like, with a cup just... It just fishes no, it comes, through the fluid. Yeah, it just fishes through the fluid. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. Is that in the uh, the cut scenes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like in the deleted scenes. <laughs> For sure. I feel like there's probably one of those uh, video like that on Pornhub somewhere. Wow. Please don't. I don't. Like <laughs> I don't want to go down this rabbit hole the, again. In the Matrix. <laughs> Matrix sex. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I, mean, I would just like background on how humans are grown. I'm not saying it has to be the jerked off dudes thing. I'm just, you know, I would like to... I just want some backstory there. That's all. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm kind of intrigued. No, not like that. I'm just saying, like, how's it happen? Uh, I said his hair grew awfully fast. Obviously, I already said how's one scorched the sky. Um... <laughs> I thought it was funny how we found Neo, because, like, I guess he, like, because he pirates CDs. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. like, look at look how many CDs he's pirate. It's the That's the guy. That's the guy. Man. Well, they said he was a hacker, but you never really know what he... Yeah, pirating like, CDs. Actually, yeah. Well, well he's a back in, skilled hacker. He's well, technically, in, user in the 90s, you know, like, 
everything was still on like floppy disk and stuff, which is a silly word to say. But I mean, he was. I mean, he was probably the number one user of Napster and. <laughs> Yeah. The reason why Metallica was all upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so a couple things about Cypher. So, how does he plug himself in secretly to get in to meet with the agents? It's kind of a hole. That's a yeah. Every that is other kind of a loophole. Yeah, every other experience that we've seen in the Matrix, you have to have help getting in. So I'd like to know how he gets in by himself to go meet with the agents. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Fair, I mean, that's fair. what. What do you got to say about? Because I was going to say much that statement. Well, I was going to say maybe he just didn't use one of those chairs that they use. Maybe he just like took the cord and like sat like at the computer that he was sitting at. Right, but then I mean, do you conscious like? I mean, do you set up and like he was before. I mean, is there going to be a phone ringing in the major? Yeah, I just don't know how. I don't think it works. I don't. Yeah. Logistically, it doesn't work unless you have somebody else bad on the ship. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. That's a hole because you don't see anybody else do something well, like that in the whole thing. Not in this. So not in this movie. Not in any of them. There's one bad person in one of the other ones. No, no, no. I'm saying nobody goes in the matrix by themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Without help from an operator of some kind. Yeah, you absolutely would have to. So cause anyway. getting out, you gotta have somebody call the phone, and then you gotta pick up the phone. Right. And unless he contacted the Sentinel thing directly. Zion being in the Earth's core. I'm pretty sure in science class we were told that once you get like a certain amount below Earth, like there's like a pressure thing and like it's hot and people die and stuff. Mm. So that's kind of I just you know, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just poking I'm just poking around. I, I like the movie. So we got pressure gate now. We got pressure gate. Oh, Ice Jesus. gate, pressure gate. Um water gate. Like I said, how does one scorch the sky? Earth's core. Nuke gate. Joe Pantoliano. <laughs> the nuke gate. Um, okay. When they were running for the machines after they were in the training program, right, they got caught out of the training program. Morbius, we got trouble. And then, you know, sit down over there. And then they, like, go around, like, a whole corner. And then, like, like they, they go, like, a good ways around. It's like, set it down where? You didn't see that fucking spot where you sat down. The ship. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Set it down over there. Like, well, I would assume that just based on the like, fact that they live underground. Just um, yeah, maybe they, they have, know like, a spot. You know, they have it like mapped out. Maybe it like you could have like a cartographer on his like ship that yeah. shows the forward landscape. I don't know. And then Morpheus puts a hat on for no reason. And like it's the only time <laughs> in the entire like I I watched all three. It's the only time in the entire series you ever see him put a hat on, and it's only for fucking 30 seconds in this movie it's just like we're hiding put a hat on doesn't what even go, <laughs> doesn't even go all the way on either. maybe it's so that yeah like, like kind of <laughs> it, it almost looks like a newsies kind of cap where he like kind of puts it over to the side a little bit like what are you doing i think maybe what if he was just trying to like block like a the the signal from like bouncing head. off of his head kind of yeah. like a tinfoil hat deal yeah, exactly yeah maybe it's like lined with lead or something prevent that <laughs> no why was he wearing it the whole yeah. movie <laughs> oh. uh, anyway and all the other people. Why do they put on fucking hats either? Nah, that's good. Yeah. They weren't bald. Yeah, well, he was bald and he only wore it for four seconds, so. Yeah. Um, bald bastard. <laughs> I get in the Matrix to go see the Oracle, and I just thought it was, like, goofy. It was like, I told you, I could only show you the door. You have to open it. It was like, that could have been such, like, a... I feel like in a spoof, you could be like, I you have to... What? You gotta open the... You gotta, you gotta the, do the thing. You gotta open the you door. Do the I, can, I can't. I can only show it to you. Yeah, you gotta do the thing. 
What, you, what are you talking about? You have to open the door. I can't. Uh, and so it could be a fun. Yeah, it could be like a ten minute thing. He's like, you gotta, you gotta do the thing. I can't do the thing for you. He's like, what fucking thing? Like, just, <laughs> I we can't talk about it because I already said it to you earlier. So just figure it out. Figure what out? Yeah. The thing. No, yeah. Just the thing. Just do the thing. He just keeps thing. calling it. I like, can only show you the door. I can only show you the door. Okay. Fucking do the thing. Uh. Okay. There is no spoon, but you can still get shot and die. I'm saying you can manipulate things with your mind, but in here, if you get... I, I don't know. This is a goofy thing. The body makes it a reality. Right. Is, I'm pretty but sure there's no spoon. It. So then, in theory, there's no bullets, right? Yes and no. Because remember when he fell, his... Like, he, he fell, and his brain was like, holy shit, we're falling. Right. Right, but he hit the ground. So if his brain can realize there's no spoon, then why can his brain realize there's no bullets? Because I don't know if that's how the Matrix works. I mean, I guess... Technically, in the end of the movie, he realizes no bullets because he stops them. But, but if he doesn't sense. stop him, he can still get shot. So, yes, yeah, so that would so it's like, make him be like, oh, I just got shot. And then his body's going to be like, hey, we just got shot. <laughs> like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's a very steep, slippery slope. And then, Cypher, classic villain. Talk about your plan for five fucking minutes and then wonder why you fail. Because somebody finally was like, hey, shut the fuck up! All that dialogue, man. <laughs> evil guy. Like, if you just... Listen, if you're ever going to execute an evil plot, just people. do it. Don't tell people. <laughs> don't don't get to, like, every Bond villain ever. Don't talk like, about it. Be about it. All right. Now, here's where you went wrong. You thought you could steal yeah. the thing. But uh, it turns out, I was watching you the whole time, and I put a banana peel there. You slipped on the <laughs> banana peel. And then I sat back and I laughed for a minute. He and got I came up carded. and I hit oh you in the God, fucking man. head. And then I sat and now we're here. And you think your friend's gonna come get you. But I tied him up. You, you didn't kill him? No, I tied him up with extremely loose rope. Nothing yeah. will go wrong there, right? And then the guy gets hit in the head. And I was, just say, don't talk, just kill. Don't talk, just kill. <laughs> don't leave loose ends. As Kevin Hart says, nope, nope, uh, nope. Shit. As uh, Abraham says in Walking Dead, uh, loose ends make my ass itch. My God. <laughs> Don't you remember Abraham in Walking Dead? Yeah, uh, anyway. Abraham was the king of shit talk in that shit. Yeah. The good old days of Walking Dead. When we used to come over every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I miss those days. Simpler times. Simpler times. Uh, Alright, so. Agents interrogate Morpheus to learn his access codes to the mainframe computer in Zion, which would allow them to destroy it. Neo resolves to return to the Matrix to rescue him, as the Oracle prophesied. Uh, Trinity insists she accompany him. While rescuing Morpheus, Neo gains confidence in, in his abilities, performing feats comparable to those of the agents. As Morpheus and Trinity safely exit the Matrix, Smith ambushes and kills Neo. While a group of Sentinels attack Nebuchadnezzar, Trinity confesses her love for Neo. It says the Oracle told her she would fall in love with the One. Neo is revived with newfound abilities to perceive and control the Matrix. He easily defeats Smith and the other agents and leaves the Matrix just as the ship's electromagnetic pulse disables the Sentinels. Back in the Matrix, Neo makes a telephone call, promising the machines he will show their prisoners a world where anything is possible. He hangs up and flies away. It is now time for story time with Harley. We got another jail story for you this week. Here we go. So, when I got the fucking... When I got to Noble, the way they do the way they do commissary in the jail is a lot different than the way they do commissary prison. So, in jail, you order your commissary on a, on a sheet, 
You give it to the deputy, and he takes it to commissary. You get a bag full of shit, right? In prison, you go to commissary, and you actually like you give them a, you give them a, you same thing. You give them a list of what you want, but like you actually go and you have a net bag that you fill full of food, right? So I'm in line, I get all the way to it's it's a long line, dude, because they call it by block and they call it by. Uh, they called it by number, not name. They called it by number. So I was 786-294 was my number. I'm so going to save that as your contact number. 786-294, <laughs> yeah. Put an A in front of it. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. So I would go with Forrest, which was on like Tuesday or some shit. So uh, the the thing that was, the thing that kind of fucked me over was that we went really, really early because we cleaned a lot. So like the way they did it was... If you if the, the 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 block that was the cleanest went first, and then like you know the shittiest block went last type of shit, you know what I mean? So the warden would come through and like find out which you know what I mean. So um, we went first because we were so fucking clean apparently. So it was like it was like I don't know, dude. It was like seven or eight in the fucking morning, and um, I go into commissary. I have my list filled out, and I've pretty much got it. I in in my mind, it's perfect. It's got it's exactly to the amount I have in my books. This is exactly what I want. It's like coffee, tuna, and pretty much like the essentials type of shit. I get to commissary. I get all the way through the line. I, you know, I've got my net bag and I'm filling. You know, she's putting all. They they threw it. They throw it through a chute, and you got there's like these hooks where you have the net bag on. So as they're throwing it in the chute, you pretty much drag it in your net bag, and you're you're putting all the shit in and. You kind of play this game where you're trying to remember what you had on your list because the second you walk out the door, they can't do anything, right? So I'm trying to remember and uh, I get everything in my net bag and I look at my receipt because they give you a receipt. I look at the receipt and it's it's like $5 short. I'm like, what the fuck? So I look, I, I walk over, they have a little area where you can check your shit and I walk over and I start kind of digging through and I'm counting everything and I'm like, what, what am I missing? Oh, I'm missing coffee. Which is, for anybody that's been incarcerated or uh, as a human, you, I mean, fuck, you need co- fucking coffee. Dude. My nigga, I make coffee every day. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, you need... My coffee maker gets as much use as Especially my incarcerated, dude. Like, you need coffee to just stay, like, sane, dude. So, they forgot the coffee. So, I walk back up and, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Hi. Uh, yeah, you, um... I forgot coffee. There's no coffee in my bag. And she kind of looks at me crazy and she's like, let me see your list. And she, I, so I give her back my uh, receipt or I give her back. She's like, let me see your receipt. So I give her my receipt and she's checking that. She's checking the receipt with my order that I, you know, my order that I placed. And she's looking back and forth and she's like, no, see, you, you didn't put coffee down. Or that's what I said. I said, you forgot my coffee. She's like, well, you didn't put coffee down. See? Like, oh, well, can you, like, can you just, can you put coffee in there? Like, I'm not going back to commissary for two weeks. Can you just put the coffee in there? No, I can't do that. Please, can you just, sir, you didn't write coffee down, so you don't get coffee. And at that point, I said, fuck you, bitch. And I walk out. Listen, I got no worries in the world. Put the fucking bag over my back and I start walking back to the block. I'm I'm high in the world. I'm like, yeah, it's called a CO a bitch. Nothing's gonna happen to me. Was I wrong? Damn. 
So I get back to the block. Boy, I put, you, uh, we have these metal. We have these metal uh, boxes with a lock, and I, I put. I literally just. I didn't even pour it in. I think I just threw my bag in my box, locked it. I don't think I locked it, honestly. I, I just walked outside, right? Because that's like what I did. I, I would go to commissary, and then I would go outside and work out and hang, shoot shit with my friends, right? So I'm outside, and there's these railings at Noble, and like it's a big hill. So I'm sitting on these railings, with my buddy, and I'm shooting shit. I see my one buddy. There's a again, it's a huge hill because it's all the recreation areas at the bottom of the hill. So fucking, uh, I see my buddy running down this hill, which kudos to him for the fucking uh, effort he put in because he yeah. really was like he was really ride or die in that moment. He's like, Harley, Harley, Harley. I'm like. My dude, what am I thinking? What the fuck is this guy yelling about, dude? <laughs> like, and that, I'm annoyed. I'm like, what? His name was Squirrel. He's gonna, they call him Squirrel. He runs up, Harl. I'm like, what? He's like, the Sarge is throwing your shit, man. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, they took your TV, man. What? So I walk inside, and uh, lo and behold, my entire bunk had been essentially just thrown on the ground. So they took my box, which had all my shit in it. They took and poured it upside down, threw my bunk on the bed, or threw my, like, pretty much, like, the bed, the bedding thing. Yeah, the mattress, on the, bed, the mattress whatever you fucking call it. Yeah, the mattress. They threw that on the floor. They took my fan, they, which was in the middle of summer. They took my TV. They took two pairs of shorts, which were altered. And then, uh... They took something else. I forget what. But they took a lot of my shit, which was altered. Because they can, if, if anything, so, this is a little bit of fucking, like, this is kind of fucked up. They sell you a sewing kit in the commissary, so that way you can sew your own clothes and, like, you know, keep them right. But if they're sewed, they're altered, so it's contraband. Uh-huh. So if anything's been altered, they can take it. If, if anything. If there's a single stitch on it, they can take it. So... I'm, I'm lucky because all of my shorts were secondhand and had been altered, but they only took two pairs. So, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I got my shit taken. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I, I went, I went through the rest of my time without a TV, which was okay. I just ended up reading the entire time. So, huh. yeah, that was the extent of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I called late. Yeah, you don't want to do that anymore, right? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> doing that again. That's probably what they thought. That's exactly what. That's they exactly thought. what they thought. Yeah, they, yeah, that's exactly what. If they you thought, had yeah. like six more months, I guarantee you would have done it again. I thought about doing it like when I left because I went to commissary like the day before I left. Are you bet your sweet I ass? I really, really thought about calling her. Oh, I really, really thought about shit. doing it again. But I'm all I did. I actually apologized to her. Shit, For real, know. like I actually the and my dude. My because my dude, I told my dude, I'm like, I think I'm on commissary restrictions because I was on commissary restrictions. Yeah. But they let me shop like the day before I left and I had like 15 bucks on my books and I made the stupid uh, decision to, like I said, it's a shoot. So it's like this big and like there's glass, but they can't hear you unless you like talking to the shoot. I'm like, ma'am, I don't know if you remember me, but I called you a bitch like two weeks ago. <laughs> my dude is like, stop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky she didn't hear me because like I really I really probably would have gotten put on commissary station again 
Granted, that was like the day before I left, but like I was still like I really wanted to like say sorry because I really, in the moment, I wasn't thinking. You know what I mean? I really was sorry. Like I didn't, I didn't mean to. Like I don't want to. Yeah. I want to call women bitches. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So granted, she's an asshole. I should have right. just called her an asshole. Right. You know what I mean? But that was story time with Harley. Let's get back to content crisis. Which is strange because. Doesn't he only do that like once in the second movie and then once in the third movie? Flying? Yeah. Uh, he flies all the time in the second movie. Really? I feel all like the time. Only, I feel like he only did it the one. That time. was like his thing where he just flies all the time in the second movie. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because the dude called him Superman. Right. He's, he's like, doing. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like. Superman right, where's yeah. Neo? And he goes because I've watched that scene like a million times as a child, so it's just like ingrained in my mind. He's like, he's doing a Superman thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> of course. It's just ingrained in my head because I love the opening scene of Reloaded, but we won't get into that right now. So they go to rescue Morpheus and they just shoot everybody on that first level. Yep. Yeah, there's the one scene where like Neo's just like running down that one stretch and he's in slow motion, but he just runs down that stretch for like a whole minute. And like everybody's like and no one fucking hits him. Nope. Like not one not one person can shoot in the whole fucking room. Leading your target is not a thing in a movie. <laughs> None of those people are that accurate. You go upstairs, and Smith was alone with Morpheus talking to him, and then the other agents walking in, like, what are you doing? And like, they said it like he was like, like he had his dick out or something. Yeah, <laughs> he was getting there. He, he, just, like, he like rubbed his head, like, you know, like the sweat on his head and shit. And I, I thought he was going to like put his fingers in his mouth at first, and I was like, I was, please don't. <laughs> like, but, I don't know, just the way Which they said it. Which version did I watch? Yeah. <laughs> Are just they, the way are they, they, they said that. the human that. babies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was... That was kind of funny because they did bust in like that. Yeah, it, well, like, it, like his face was like he had his dick in his hand. Like, he was, looked uh, surprised like yeah. they did catch him with like, shit. What were you like, doing? And he's kind of like, uh, I don't have a boner. When he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> with his dick in his hand, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, what am I doing? <laughs> he's looking at me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. Uh, there's of course the iconic bullet dodging scene with Neo. Uh, I feel like if the agents are so fast, that Trinity probably gave too much lead time with the dodge this. Yeah. Because I feel like in that time he could have dodged he this. He absolutely could have. You know, like I feel like as soon as someone, as soon as you feel a gun on your head, you move, right? I mean, you're like, oh shit, that's a gun, right? Or like, who's touching my head, right? Especially if you're an agent like that. I, I don't know. Maybe those programs are. Well, stupid. if you're an agent, you dodge it. If you're a normal ass person, that's it. You still go like, why no, is there a gun no, on my head? Because like, because if someone's gonna sit there and take the time to go dodge this and then shoot. Okay, well, most as soon people, as you feel a gun on your head, let's move. I think, you know? I think, I think realistically, most people, if somebody puts a gun to your head, they're not gonna say, "Hey, dodge this." Right. It'll be mostly be. It'll be like. They either pull the trigger or they're like, "Don't move." And then, so if you do, if you got to try to dodge it, right? You know what I mean? You're like, "Oh shit, that's a gun!" Like, yeah. your brain matter is going to be splattered across. I the feel head. like the agent could have dodged it. No, like, the agent absolutely should have dodged it. She, yeah, he anyway. should have dodged it and beat her to pieces with that gun. <laughs> like he should have beat her ass to pieces <laughs> with that gun. There's no way that he doesn't accidentally shoot Morpheus with that turret. 
He shoots out the window with the turret. Oh, yeah, he shoots just, the he, agent. He's just going back and Lord, forth. There's no fucking, fucking way Morpheus isn't cut in half. Spraying in this room. I was, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, I was like, does he, is he forgetting he's in there? He's like, do, do, yeah, do, he's do, just do, do, trigger do, happy do, as fuck. Do, do. I'm like, he definitely just went like side to side multiple times. Like, oh, yeah, he's he, in the fucking middle. He laid yeah. that shit horizontal he, as fuck. Like, he didn't go dun, 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 break, 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 dun, 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 dun. right. <laughs> he he was just letting them have it. Uh, I guess maybe if there's, I don't think there was any tilt on that gun nope. either. So it's not like he was like. Well, I mean, realistically, yes, there is, but no, he did not use. It didn't look like he was doing it. He did not use any tilt. I mean, they put a little bit in to where you can actually. They saw like a bullet trail where it was like. They like didn't kind of do, like, whatever. a little, like... But, like, that, that was a little reckless, point, is what like, I'm saying. Oh. Like, maybe he pops up with, like, a sniper rifle, you know? He's just like, bah, bah! I don't know. Well, I, don't I mean, bullets ricochet, too. So, like, shooting up, even if they hit, like, the floor, like, concrete floor, ceramic, marble, whatever you it may be... You get killed by a fucking ricochet. Like, that would be... Like, his, his dude is handcuffed to a chair. All of those bullets are gonna be ricocheting off the ground like no other... And, so then, all that, so he doesn't get hit by a fucking turret one time. He gets shot. And then he gets shot through a wall, through the fucking Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that, all those bullets, and then one well-placed one gets him in the heel. I'm telling you, that's all it takes. One, kinda... one well-placed bullet. Ironic. Um, here's the other thing. So, if everyone in the Matrix always has the capability to be turned into agents. Okay, although... Sorry, I just thought of a really bad joke. Yeah, do it. I was, was going to say, the one well-placed bullet, I was going to be like, just ask JFK. But anyway, right, that's too yeah. soon. Like, <laughs> Or Abraham Lincoln. Yep. Yo, could you imagine catching his hat? Like, <laughs> <did that happen? laughs> just being in the audience, and then you're like, what the fuck? Is that? His, his hat, hat just lands His hat went flying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're shit people. <laughs> uh, okay, so this... I mean... I apparently, mean, there can only be, like, one... Of each kind of agent at a time. I think in this no. movie. No, no, no. In this movie. Yes. I think there can only be one of each agent at a time. I think I think the Agent Smith one, he's like a rogue program, though. So he becomes a rogue program and reloaded. So we won't try to get too far into that. Well, I mean, you can tell because, in this one he's kind of like... He has right, his own interests. He yeah, has his own interests. Dick in his hand, that. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, because my, my thought I wrote down here, and I guess I was thinking about... The second movie where Smith does multiply himself, but I the the thing is you only ever see one of each kind of agent at a time in this movie. Yes, so you never see multiple. It's just like they all you know. So like they get taken out over here, yeah. they're just like all right, we're taking over Jump another to person. another closer body, yeah. a host, if you will, like in Venom. Yeah. Um. So because what I wrote down was obviously thinking about Reloaded. How's anyone ever go in the Matrix and not just get overrun by agents? Like in theory, they can just appear everywhere and get you. But again, I think I think that's the thought process with this movie. I think you only get one of each kind of. Anyway, yeah. Um. Well, they also use like, you know, they like encode shit. Right. So they're kind of like trying to cover their trail. So like, they get in without the agents being like, "Hey, they just jumped in." But then they do eventually, like, depending on what they're doing, get discovered. Right. And with Cypher kind of, like, fucking everything up for them, it was very... They knew immediately that they were there. Right. Gotta love a great throat poke. Oh, yeah, where he's like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just love that shit. 
It's very comical. But the yeah, I was like, how fucking strong flooring. is my man's like his yeah, just like his this? ability to like flick his I mean, fingers like, I, like straight up uh, from his palm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm just I don't know. Anyway, it's a great fight scene for sure when he fights Smith in the subway. Uh but the thing is, Keanu Reeves was Ted and Bill and Ted. You can't not think about the fact that he's Ted from Bill and Ted. And so when he does his little, like, like when he fights Morpheus back at the dojo and shit, and he's all like, <laughs> like doing all his oh, yeah. fucking kung Different fu motions and shit. And, and then when he like, in, in the subway scene, when he like flexes the dust off. Yeah. And you're like, that's eh, a little cheesy. But, you know. Bit. And then he proceeds to get thrown into a wall like seven times. Right. I mean, he wins in the subway, and then, you know, but then Smith reappears, and it's whole, you yeah. know. He won for about 30 seconds. He won for, yeah, a whole 30 seconds, and then he was like, I can't do that shit again. It's like if you ran three miles, and it's like, run three more. I'm like, no. <laughs> if you run three miles while we throw bricks at you, <laughs> and you get done, like, do it again. Fuck! Yeah, you just don't have it in you. Bricks just hurt so much. Like, regular bricks or center bricks? Whatever. Goddamn. Cinder blocks. Bricks of cocaine. How about just rocks? How about just rocks? Bricks of cocaine. Rocks of cocaine. Bricks of cocaine. Quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick. Eight. <laughs> I don't like how he comes back to life. Like, obviously he needs to come back yeah. to life. Or the story. The, the, the but I don't like right that there. it's like, come back to life because I love you. It's like, that's how life works. Yeah, I, that's how life works. First of all, he literally got anybody shot. anybody could have been like, oh, I'm the one, and she'd have been throwing that ass, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was, it's a little silly, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, they needed to make it. Yeah, I just something. didn't like, like, couldn't he have just not got shot? Like, why did it have to be a love story all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, come back because a little, and then it's like, fuck, I don't know, I can't think of the the specific Disney movie that I had to watch with Brie at one point, but, like, something about a tear brought somebody back. I don't remember what fucking movie it was. But, oh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but... Frozen, probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what actually brings him back? I don't know. I guess it was, I love you. You're the one. Also, about that scene where he gets shot. First of all, the agents used Desert Eagles. And yes. they fire large fucking bullets. <laughs> Yes, they do. Like, not small. And he had, like, size. what, nine of those? Like, a full clip basically so pumped into him? Like, it's probably, like, seven or eight rounds max. Yeah. But, like, let's just say two bullets, the blood splatter on the wall would have been, like, <laughs> retarded. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not just absorbing everything. They're like, going through yeah, like, point-blank range. With the way that I'm, I'm seeing those guns, like, the recoil from them when they fire, it's like, that's probably a 50. And if you're shooting a 50... Seven or eight times into a human being, like first of all, your body's gonna be barely hanging on together. Like you're gonna have like baseball size holes. Yeah. Every time a bullet exits your fucking back. So I was like, um, all right. I mean, they did they they did put a little bit of blood splatter on the wall, and I was like, okay, cool, kudos to them. They actually put the little bit of splatter, but I'm like, reality, it would have looked like dropping. He'd have looked like Swiss cheese. Yeah, it would have looked like yeah. dropping a car on a pumpkin or something. Like, it would have just, like, it had been, like, yeah. stupid explosion all over the wall. You know, it's something, I mean, obviously, I didn't know. Maybe you knew once you were kind of looking at your Cliff Notes webpage. Uh, <laughs> how many different people they tried, they, they were trying to get to play Neo? How many different actors? They were, Several. so, the list of actors um, that they attempted to, they either turned down or couldn't do it for certain reasons. You had 
Uh, Will Smith. Uh, you had Nicolas no, Cage. Right. Uh, Leon, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Brad Pitt. Johnny Depp. Uh, and then they even talked about even trying to change Neo into a female character and have Sandra Bullock play it. <laughs> but like Sandy. every every single one of those people turned it down. I guess they finally landed on uh, Keanu Reeves and was like, ah, fuck it. He said yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody ever expected it to be as big as no. it was. And that's the crazy thing. Like I could only imagine... Will Smith that... turned it down. Will Smith loves to be... Well, big character in things. Turned out for Wild Wild yeah. West, which when's the last time someone talked about Wild Wild West? Uh, yeah. He said he said he was not mature enough as an actor at that time. And Will he Smith feels like he would that. have messed it up. Yeah. Interesting. Nicholas Cage turned it down because of family obligations. Uh well, Brad Ted from Bill and Ted oh. was mature enough for the role. Uh <laughs> Valen Kilmer. Or Val Kilmer. Oh uh, yeah. From Top Gun, right? He was in Top Gun, wasn't he? They both declined. And then Leonardo DiCaprio, at uh, DiCaprio, initially accepted the role. Oh, that would have ruined it. But uh, ultimately, he turned it down because he did not want to do a visual effects film directly after filming Titanic. Well, that makes a lot of sense because that movie was entirely a lot, yeah, and he effects. definitely could have fit on that fucking piece of wood. Uh, I refuse to give Titanic any more airtime on this podcast. <laughs> How um, much airtime we gave it? Uh, I too much already. Seven seconds. <laughs> too much already. Um, Fucking Titanic. But we can talk about the nukes here at your house, right? Yeah, that's fine. Um, the launch code is forty three seventy eight. Yeah, like I can't edit. Um, we should have just hit the end button right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a short one. So we're like forty seven minutes in. Um, Ratings. Yeah, we can add. Yeah, we can rate it. Uh, we'll add a give it on eggplants. I'm not rating eggplants. Come on, I, where I, you? I looked at him. Okay. Eggplants. Come no, on. No, I'm man. not. Why? Because it's got I, nicotine in it. I fucking refuse it. That is the biggest fucking lie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like that does that would never even make sense. <laughs> Next thing I know, you out here price of cigarettes gets too fucking high, so you can buy a fucking eggplant smoking. <laughs> What'd you do? Know smoking an eggplant. Just setting eggplants on fire in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it smell like eggplants out here? Cigarettes are too fucking expensive. Oh my god. Fourteen ninety nine for a pack? <laughs> Shit. Them New York prices are right there. I'm telling you. Apparently, in like Australia, they do that or something like that too. Anyways. Smoke eggplants. Sure. Or fifteen dollars a pack. Like dumbass expensive packs. Get people stop. I bet you, if cigarettes are fifteen dollars a pack. You quit smoking. No. No? I'd probably just not smoke as much. <laughs> Alright. How much cigarettes, those cigarettes you buy a pack? Seven and some change. And you do what? Pack a day? No. <laughs> two damn. packs every two days? A no. pack every two days? Uh, I go, yeah, I go through about one pack every like two to three days. So like roughly two and a half packs a week. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't do math. I mean, you know, just... you're talking about $21-ish a week, yeah. I mean, that's, that's some Chipotle right there. Mm. We're, we're not going to... Let's not sit here and go, Charles, you quit smoking. We did the math. <laughs> we did the math. <laughs> Charles, this is your brain. This is your brain on tobacco. <laughs> Dakota eggplant rating. Uh, what you thought of the movie overall? I'm going to give two eggplants. 
two eggplants. I, I have, from what you've said, I have better hopes for the second one since everyone kind of gets a feeling for how the characters should actually be played and stuff like that. Um, I just feel like it was very long and drawn out and there's a lot of dead time during the movie that would make someone like myself be like, all right, you know, I'm distracted. I'm going to start looking at stuff on my phone or, you know, we're going to do something else. Huh. I'm going to yeah. give it two. So I have, I have higher hopes for the next one when I watch it sometime next week. If you watch it. I'll watch it. If you watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, shit. I feel like the development was very ne- was necessary in this. So you could, granted, they didn't explain as much of it as I would hope. You know, it's like I, I don't like it when there are holes in things because I think there's definitely still some. Oh, I, I did. I did feel like some of it was necessary, but uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think it's more of a. Two and a half for me, because like two and a half to me is like a, it's not which I just said this on Red Notice last week. Red Notice. Of, yeah. Uh, Rudolph. <laughs> I just yeah I just said this on the last podcast of just like two and a half basically is like a, like it's fine. I'm not going to like watch it all the time. Like it's not like a thing yeah. where I'm like hey let's watch that again. You know it's just like it's fine. You know and. Um, yeah, Reloaded's definitely kind of my favorite of this series. So, Charles, what's your rating and why? I would say two and a half because Eight stars. <laughs> uh, because what about squares. No, not two and a half squares. I was keep, two stars. Got to squares out your circles. Rhombuses. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay, two and a half octagons. Okay. Right. Uh, because it was it was good. It was definitely like drawn out in some points because it was kind of slow, but like, like I said, it's like the whole the whole purpose of the first movie was basically to like introduce you to the characters, explain to you what's going on, the situation, and then from there they start developing the characters. Right. So, obviously, it wasn't going to be super great. It's not like how like Iron Man like was just like the first one was like to me the best. Yeah, I, I 100% agree that Iron Man was the best. The first so, Iron Man was the best Iron Man, yes. So, like, it's not like that, where it's like, you jump in and it's like, they capture everything they need to capture in this first one. And this one, I think it was specifically designed to give you more information to the backstory, so you understand going forward mm-hmm. how everything's going to be working. It's almost like you have to read a pamphlet on what the Matrix is, and that's what this first movie was. Exactly. And then the second movie was, like, the real first movie. Exactly. This series that's... is, like, to me, in my opinion, like, sequels are almost always worse. But, like, Matrix and Terminator are exceptions to the rule exactly. of the sequel being the better movie. Or, or, or the rare cases where the sequel is the better movie. Yeah, because, I mean, the first one's basically just laying the, laying the way, like, laying the groundwork. For the second one and the third one. Because obviously they had it in their mind that they would do a whole series. Right. And I mean, it was... People took it kind of well. Like, they liked it. Like, the the idea behind it is creative. I like it. So, I was like, two and a half for the first one. And then, obviously, they get better and better. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to do the second one. Because I, <clears throat> I, I watched all the... I watched all of them last week. And, uh... 
I was just reminded of, like, I, I was excited to see, like, okay, is the second one going to be, like, as good as it was when I was a kid? And, like, obviously it wasn't quite there, but, you know, because when you're a kid, things are just, like, everything's on crack. Oh, man, that's kid. cool. Yeah. Oh, the twins? But it was the twins the, yeah, were, the, like, yeah. Yeah, they were cool as fuck. As a kid, I was like, okay, they were a little scary, but, yeah. like, yeah. as an adult, I'm like, yeah, they're dope as fuck. Yeah. So. And according to the internet, like, so this was... 99, I believe it said. 99. And then, like, it said Reloaded and and Revolutions were 03. Yep. Which is, like, I guess I didn't realize when I was a kid that it, like, happened both in the same year. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, obviously they shot it all. Yeah, I was about to say, they probably spent from... After the first one released, they probably started. They just yeah, and went just right went and just did all of it, and then divided it up like they needed to, and yeah. But yeah, just could crazy you, that you would release two huge fucking movies like that in the same year. Could you imagine doing that, and then you find out the first movie is a flop? <laughs> you just wasted all that fucking the, the money. The studio's just like, no, we're not, we're not. We're, like, we but just, I already the it's films. Right. The films here. How much did the yeah. first one ended up uh, doing? Oh yeah, good question. I always forget to look these things up, and then I think about it. Uh, let's see here. Like box office information. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, released March thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. Grossed over four hundred sixty million dollars worldwide. Goddamn. Received largely positive reviews from critics, who praised <laughs> its innovative visual effects, action sequences, and cinematography. Entertainment value won four Academy Awards: Best Visual Effects, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, Best Sound Editing. That's crazy because some visual effects ain't shit to what's today. No, right. today, yeah, it's insane how. First of all, I feel like progress was made significantly between '99 and like 2005. Well, <laughs> I will like, say that when you watch Reloaded, like it's actually not terrible. No, it's not. Like they do really well with mm-hmm. the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Yeah, now this is turning into just like, I can't wait to watch the second one. Well, <laughs> That's not uh, the I, end of this it, podcast it's, it's, it's starting it's, into. You still need to watch the first one, though. Yes. Because if you don't watch the first one... You ain't, you ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna know what's going on. No, you'll you'll have <clears throat> zero fucking clue. Oh, their budget was only $63 million, and then the box office was 466 dollars right here. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, lot. They made four hundred million dollars on this movie. That's a lot of <laughs> profit. A lot of money, especially ninety nine, huh? Yeah, for nineteen ninety nine, that's in today's money, that'd be probably two and a half times as much. And to think about, so like, I've I always thought that this movie had the best cover of the three. Oh yeah, for sure it does. But I do lot so. Well, I take so it back. I, st- I like the black and green. Oh okay. Because you know Xbox. Oh, okay, yeah. That's just kind of how I associate that. To look back at... So, like, I started watching the old Bond stuff. Because, like, Harley and I are going to start doing the Bonds. Right. We're going to try to get to where we're doing two two pods a week here. Exciting new stuff, guys. Yeah, exciting new old stuff. Because <laughs> Dr. Knows, like, 1963. But, so, it's funny to watch. So, like, 99, to be a movie watch... Like, I... Bet to like if you, if we were adults in '99 watching this movie, it'd be so unique and just like it got the you know thing said here, you know it got reviews about you know the visual effects and action sequences and cinematography. It's like this was like very unique 
when it came out. You know, and so then to think about like, like I was watching Doctor No yesterday, and he fucking like, just like the stop. It, it was 1963, just like stop action sequences, and so like I I believe you know if I'm not mistaken like how they shot it was they pretty much like almost did human claymation, you know, so like kind of like stop, you know, and then like okay then you're gonna roll and then and then they like fast forward it all. And so then it just looks really choppy. I'm not sure if my... I didn't look up stop action, you know, <laughs> fight scenes, so I'm not sure if that's correct. But that's definitely how it looks like it could have been because, like, all the fight scenes were just, like... They just, like, played it, like, at one and a half... It looked like someone just, like, started playing the movie at one and a half times instead of just, like, the normal speed right there. Uh, so... And to think, like, watching that movie in 1963 was, like, this is, like, the, this is the action movie of the year. Yeah. You know, it's very... How many people do you think wanted to be like him, though? Everyone! Back in well, the, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you watch that movie in 1963 and you've never seen any movie before, you'd watch that movie... To think that that's the thing in 1963 that you watch and you go, oh, shit, that's fucking awesome, right? It's fun to think about when you watch older movies like that, so... You know Keanu Reeves was born in Lebanon? I did not know that. Apparently he was. Yes, before we close out this podcast... Uh, Charles, you got to do Halo game, didn't you? Yep. Tell us how it's been hitting the streets like crack in the 80s. I beat it. Thank you, CIA. (laughs) Reagan. I beat it already. Uh, I bought it, like I pre-ordered it Wednesday. Or not Wednesday. I pre-ordered it and got it on Wednesday. How is that one coming? Is it coming like... I was reading things where, like, you're buying the, the campaign, but the multiplayer is separate or some. The multiplayer was released before the campaign was. And the multiplayer, you still got to pay for the multiplayer. No. It's free? The multiplayer had a beta that came out, and it was free. Okay. Back in, like, last month. Like uh-huh. The 15th, I think it was. So then, if you didn't get the beta then, is the beta still available? So, I'm not entirely sure, but the way that I understand that it worked, like, they, they did the beta and then they were like hey the beta is closing now then if like a lot of people uh got the game through like the game pass Uh uh-huh so when you play when you get it through game pass but you have to save like any kind of clips or screenshots you had took whatever maps you had like created you had to save all that because it was gonna be resetting shit and they're like in order to like not lose your stuff you need to do this but when I bought the actual game, it downloaded the the multiplayer first. Okay, so and, so no matter what, if you buy the campaign, the the campaign, the disc or the digital, it'll download the multiplayer. So you're getting yeah. both, no matter what. Yes. I was just seeing things where it was saying, you know, like oh, if the campaign dropped, you know, the campaign it, dropped a few days ago. I'm like, well, is it just a campaign? Is the multiplayer separate? Yeah. It. It. Have you done any of the multiplayer? No. I've been seeing, uh, I've been reading a lot of things that the uh, multiplayer is a lot of, uh, what is it, uh, microtransactions. That's the word I was looking for. Where yeah, it's, so where it's like, you know, you know, you can pay this much, this amount of money for this armor. Or yeah, these. you can, you can do that. Uh, why is everything gonna have mul- uh, microtransactions now? I do not know why, but I know that a lot of people were getting upset with it, and uh, take me to the good old days. Uh, fuck, sorry, Microsoft. Uh, has or 343 i guess or whoever is in charge of all that has changed how that works so like they were adding like 
double XP like bonuses and shit because you can unlock stuff, but like the leveling up system, I guess, was not super efficient like it was back in like Halo Reach. Uh huh. So, but yeah, I couldn't even play the fucking game when I first got it. I couldn't even play the campaign. Oh, because it's broken? No. When you buy the game, if you bought it on December 8th and you went home and you downloaded it, you could not play the campaign until it released at 1.01 p.m. <laughs> so I bought the so, game I bought the game at like 10 o'clock in the morning and I went home and downloaded it and by so like you, 11.30. So you bought a hard disk copy? Yeah. But I, like by the time I got home and downloaded everything, I was like, I have like two hours to wait before I can even download the campaign so I can play it. It's kind of silly. But you've already beat the campaign. Yeah, I already beat it. Enjoy it? Yeah, I like it. I like cool. it a lot. Sweet. I look forward to uh, <clears throat> to getting it and playing it. So With the pre-order, though, I did get like a secondary case. Oh, you pre-ordered it, too? So, yeah, I okay. bought it. It would have been somewhere around like the 4th GameStop? Best Buy. Best Buy? Uh, I did it through Best Buy, and you remember how, like, the Halo 2, you could buy, like, the, uh, like, the Deluxe Edition or whatever, and it came in that steel case. It was, like, a yeah. silver yeah, steel yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a... It had got the a, Halo 2 logo on it. Yeah, I got a Halo Infinite, like, steel case. Okay. Yeah, well, that... Um, what, real quick, um, I just kind of Googled, like, why isn't Lawrence Fishburne in the fourth Matrix movie? Uh... In an interview, he said, now this is the internet, so, you know, who knows. It's according to therap.com. <laughs> Never heard of it. Seems reliable. Uh, it says TV's movies board event. I mean, I guess it's like a movie thing. Whatever. Um, you know, you know, emails if that's inaccurate. Uh, but it says, Fishburne, I'll take another trip down the rabbit hole. The actor told New York Magazine that he has not been invited to reprise his iconic role in Lana Wachowski's The Matrix sequel. I have not been invited. This is a quote from him. I've not been invited. Maybe that will make me write another play. I wish them well. I hope it's great, Fishburne told the publication. Of his role as Morpheus in the original Matrix trilogy, Fishburne said, it is probably the role that I'll be your best remembered for, which is great. It's not the only thing I'll be remembered for, which is better. Uh, and then he goes on to say something about what I get with him is I've got Darth Vader in this hand, I've got Obi-Wan in that hand, I've got Bruce Lee, I've got Muhammad Ali shuffled in there, I've got Kung Fu. I, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about there. See... Are those go on, roles of his? I, I, going, I, I, going on that statement of that that would be the role he's most remembered for. Eh, maybe to some people. Me, for me, uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That's where I remember him the most from. Yeah. That's every time I see him, I think of his character he played in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, because he, Which played, is another great he movie played Cuba Gooding Jr.'s dad. Yep. Yeah. This movie reached a lot more people, though. It, I mean, so. I guess, I mean. It's, I mean, yeah, not I guess, it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> It's hundred million. I mean, the well, thing I could, I as could, a I mean, series is like one point six billion worldwide. So I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I, I can see now. that because this series kind of is just a like a generic like blanket. Like anyone can watch it versus like a movie like Boys in the Hood is kind of like one of those more like iconic like for a black movies. Demographic. Demographic. So right. like, so like you wouldn't. So, so obviously, like in, this would reach yeah. way more people because you're looking at a specific demographic as opposed to a movie everyone. that anyone would watch. So yeah, obviously, he's gonna be more well known for this. That's just my opinion, though. Like, he's been—he yeah, yeah, was okay. in other shit, though. That like I've seen. Yeah, like, I'm not saying he's never done anything else. But well, this, I was gonna say, have you ever the seen the Matrix? Is the pinnacle? You know what I mean? The Oracle. Yes, for <laughs> for our generation. Yes. Yeah. That's what he's gonna be most known for. So, um, Ricky. 
<laughs> all the times to run a slant. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> run straight. Full ride to USC. <laughs> he could have cut a fucking slant. Couldn't have ran a slant. Come on now, Ricky. <laughs> um, yeah, so. All right, any closing comments? Watch concerns? The Matrix. Yep, watch The Matrix. Pretty- HBO, every, all these, all three are on HBO Max, and the new one will be on HBO Max uh, 10 days from now. Don't watch them high. 12, 12. Someone should really Don't look into Pressure high. Gate. Someone should look into Pressure Gate. Look into sure. Pressure Gate. And no, no one's ever got back to us on Ice Gate. We're, We're probably the first ones. So, I mean, we, we got the CIA looking over our shoulder. I mean, we got Ice Gate, we got Pressure Gate, we got nukes. I mean, we don't, wow. We don't, don't have nukes. Um, wink. We don't have nukes. Wink. Wink. I want to say wink. I will not say it. Um, he actually winked, though. With both eyes. <laughs> yeah. At different times. <laughs> Content Crisis Hotline, Yahoo.com. Thank you for listening at Content Crisis on Twitter. Uh, no news.